This is WCM's Park Update, a weekly show covering the outdoor hospitality industry hosted by Ben Quiggle and Mike Gast. During each episode, you'll hear from special guests and campground experts on topics that will help your park flourish. WCM's Park Update is a production of Woodall's Campground Magazine. Hi, I'm Ben Quiggle, editor of Woodhall's Campground Magazine, and this is another edition of WCM's Park Update, sponsored by Book Outdoors. And my uh, esteemed colleague, Mike Gast, former vice president of communications of Campgrounds of America, is here. And then our guest today is somebody that I see all over the place, uh, Joanne Del Vecchio, the executive director of the New Jersey Campground and Lodging Association. Is that pretty close? Campground Outdoor Lodging Association. Outdoor Lodging. There you go. Yeah, we, and, we, we changed our name probably five or six years ago. Yeah. To add Outdoor Lodging in there because so many of our campgrounds were, you know, having all kinds of outdoor lodging and not just RV and tent camping. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing how much of that's been going on as well across the country. So, um, and then you're also the... Um, organizer of the Mid-Atlantic Campground Conference and Trade Show, and, uh, you know, which used to be held in, in Delaware at the Dover Downs, and then COVID came, and you guys kind of shifted more towards Florida, and this year it's going to be held at the Wyndham Garden Lake Buena Vista Disney Springs Resort Area in Lake Buena Vista, Florida. So is that's in the Orlando area, right? Or, yes. Yes. Right. Okay. It's in walking distance to Disney Springs. Yeah, that's a long name. Wyndham Garden Lake Buena Vista Disney Springs Resort Area. So <laughs> it's close to Disney though. That and uh and you guys have a lot of interesting things planned for the conference. Um, you know, I guess uh why why are you doing it in Florida? I guess that's one of the questions I always get from campground owners who hear about the conference. They're like, Why are they doing it in Florida? <laughs> Well, we, we started doing it in Florida um, COVID year when the governor shut down New Jersey and Florida was open. Um, the board yeah. made a decision to go down to Florida. And so we did and it was successful. And we've been down there for the last couple of years and they voted to have it in Florida again for 2024. And, you know, although it's the Mid-Atlanta Conference, I mean, we do, there's no um, geographic area that is, you know, um, that that can't join us at the conference. The conference is very general you know, as far as um, information goes. You know, we don't do state-specific information. We never really did, even when we were down at Dover Downs, because we had Maryland, New Jersey, and Delaware were the primary states. So, um, yeah, so it's open to anyone that wants to, to join us at the conference. We try to make sure that our educational sessions are, um, you know, of interest to anyone who might come. So yeah. just to be clear, you don't have to be a member of any other group. You do not. Nope. It's open to any any campground, any campground owner, any campground manager, any campground person looking to open a campground up in the next, you know, about year or so. And I mean, you guys have some pretty good speakers lined up. I know, um, you know, Mark Kep is going to be there. Um, Mia Johnson. Um, from the Northeast Campground Brokers. I've seen, I see her at like the Northeast Campground Association shows. Um, Christine Taylor, who's a lawyer with the Townie Law Firm. So you've got, I mean, Lisa Bennett from Brooklyn Tree Tourism. She's a also a park owner. So, I mean, you've got quite a few people who have a lot of experience in the industry, I guess. 
Yeah, I mean, and that's what we do. We, we try to tie into the folks that are familiar with the campground industry. Um, yeah. You know, it's sometimes difficult when you bring speakers in and they don't really have knowledge of the industry and what the campground owners have to go through. So we do try every year to bring different speakers in, but we always try to make sure that they have some knowledge of the camping industry so that they can relate to what the, the campground owners are are involved with and the campground owners can talk to the speaker and say, okay, you know what we're going through because you're, you're either a camper or you've owned or whatever. So. Yeah. Yeah. What, you know, what do you like get comments from people who have went to the show to build kind of this? Do you hear park, do park owners kind of tell you like what they'd like to learn more about, I guess? Absolutely. I mean, you know, we do a survey at the end of, of every show um, asking for suggestions for the following year um, and, you know, finding out what they thought about the speakers that we had that, that year. So there's always, you know, we always get the comments back right after the, the conference. So we know how to start planning for the following year. And we've always gotten really good remarks. I don't think we've really have ever had anybody who, you know, has ever said, you know, gosh, don't ever bring that speaker back. And we do try to share our speakers with my other um campground execs from across the country you know yeah. it's always good to if you've got a really good speaker to let them know that they, this was a really good speaker they were the campground owners were very engaged and might be somebody you want to consider having at your campground conference yeah definitely. what's happened with the expo part of the show for uh for the last few years is, is it grown again this year yeah, I mean, the expo, we, we typically get between 35 and 45 vendors, Mike. I mean, and we, we limited it that because we're we're in a small space and we're we're a small conference. I mean, we're not as large as some of the other the other conferences and the space always sells out every year. And I limit when we look at the people who want to um, exhibit, we only allow two maybe three if the product is really unique of the same type of product so that folks aren't looking at only software companies, only reservation companies, only, you know, so we really do try to give a nice mix of um, exhibitors at the conference. Any outdoor displays at all? We do have some, out. we do um, Lancaster Log Cabins. We're, we're trying to, because we're on, we are technically on Disney property. It's been quite a process trying to get um, a permit to put a cabin in the parking lot. So, <clears throat> Again, spoke with them again yesterday. The permit has not come through yet, um, but we are keeping our fingers crossed that we're going to get something soon. The mouse rules. You can't, the you can't beat the mouse. The mouse definitely rules down there. <laughs> and we've been we've working on this permit since October. Oh, well, you can call a governor now. <laughs> I, I think we forgot to mention, too, the show dates are February 19th through the 21st. So, um, you know, that's coming up. Um, I guess. Uh, you guys are doing some uh, fun things um, as well as educational sessions. I know you guys are going to go tour Fort Wilderness, um, which is the Disney's camping resort. I've never been to Fort Wilderness. So, uh, Joanne, have you have you ever toured that before? Have not, but I'm going down and I'll be touring it on uh, Friday, late Friday afternoon to just see what it's all about before we bring the group through. Um, okay. You know, we just, yeah. it's, again, it's been one of those things trying to get Disney to approve the group to come through um, has really been um, an extensive um, research. But so we've, we've actually rented a site um, at 
the at the Fort Wilderness, and uh, we'll be bringing people through, and we can put them on golf carts, take them around all of Fort Wilderness, show them the amenities, what they have, speak to the general manager, and um, whoever happens to be, I guess, on call that day. And it should be exciting. I mean, that's going to happen on Sunday afternoon uh, at around two o'clock. So it's 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 a you know kind of like a pre-fam before the conference. Yeah, I so, know they're I know they're putting up a bunch of new cabins, replacing cabins. Uh hmm. so that that might be interesting to see if if you guys get to see that. So So backing up backing away from the show for a second, Joanne, how's how's business in the mid Atlantic? So I mean I could I can speak for New Jersey. We've already <laughs> been to three shows this year, exhibiting at shows. We were in Hartford, we were in, um, it was the Garden State show in Edison, New Jersey, and I was at the New York show this past weekend, and, you know, definitely business is certainly, there. there's still a lot of interest. Now, my New York market is very funny because we, we're, we're at the Javits Center, and so those folks typically don't have camping equipment, so we're out there really promoting our cabins and cottages and kind of our glamping units, and there's always a lot of interest at that show. Uh, folks want to get out of the city and you know that is the information that we're providing them and the the Hartford show was a good show this weekend um thankfully no weather um sometimes you know when we get up there in Hartford we always we have some some weather that impacts uh the folks coming through the New Jersey show this year we we did have weather on Friday that was the day that the snow and ice storm came so the show was a little slow on Friday but it picked up on Saturday and Sunday and you know folks are still they're very engaged. You know, they, they want information on camping and um, a lot of families, a lot more families we're seeing in this year, um, you know, out there looking for for new units. A lot of them are looking to upgrade the unit that they currently have. Uh, you know, reservations from I'm hearing from the members are, are, are strong for this year. Um, our, we're we're going to be in Mon we're going to Montreal the beginning of March that, you know, our Canadian market in July is very strong for us here in New Jersey. So we'll, we'll be exhibiting at the Montreal Camping and RV Show. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to having our Canadian market come back again. It was very strong, obviously, during COVID. And right after COVID, the market kind of dropped off somewhat for us. Last year came back strong. And I think this year, you know, is going to be very strong again. The dollar obviously has a lot of impact on when folks come and how long they stay for. But, you know, we're looking at a strong season again in New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, you know, where, where do, you know, where do people come for this mid Atlantic conference? I guess, do you get a, a big concentration from New Jersey and the surrounding States or are they coming from all over? We do. I mean, I was telling Mike earlier, so we've got New Jersey, we've got folks from Texas, Colorado, Oregon, Wisconsin, Virginia, Florida. Um, so, yeah, so we, we have folks coming from, you know, a wide array of states across the country. Well, you probably have a lot of owners that are down there anyway, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. Um, they, I'm not sure that they always want to go to a conference, though, when they're kind of down there on their downtime. But, you know, <laughs> well, we, we do. We, we promote it to them. We let them, we'll, you know, we'll take anybody. <laughs> well, uh, we'll we'll take we'll take a break for a minute. Recognize our sponsor, Book Outdoors, and we will be back in a minute uh, with Joanne Delvesio. 
Today's show is sponsored by Book Outdoors. If you want increased visibility and higher occupancy, your campground needs to be listed where today's guests are searching and booking. Book Outdoors is the most sought-after destination for booking outdoor accommodations. Listing your property on Book Outdoors is free and easy, and Book Outdoors seamlessly integrates with several popular reservation systems. Register now and get a $25 gift card when your listing is published, plus another $100 to celebrate your first booking. Visit partners.bookoutdoors.com for more information and to get started. Hi, welcome back to WCN's Park Update, and we are talking with Joanne Delvecio, the organizer of the Mid-Atlantic Conference. And, um, you know, I went a couple years ago to the Mid-Atlantic. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to go the last couple years. But, um, I mean, you guys always do a wonderful uh, job down there. I guess, are there any surprises that, you know, people are going to be pretty excited about are you is there anything on the agenda that you're they're maybe really excited about i guess well i mean obviously the fort wilderness is set, yeah. certainly something that most people are very interested in so that that is booking up quick um and i think you know we've got Lori severson coming at, again to speak and she's always a great speaker and people love to hear you know what it is that she has to say and don bennett you know the former coney executive director is going to be doing uh, a Cracker Barrel. So, you know, Don is a wealth of knowledge. Um, he was in the industry, you know, as the executive director, but, you know, he also owns two campgrounds. And so um, look, really looking forward to hear what he has to say. His topic is looking ahead to the future of the campground industry. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and he just got, he named the executive director of the Illinois Association he was, recently. yes. So mm -hmm. that's that's pretty good for him. Um, I, I thought, you know, looking through the agenda, one of the sessions that really interested me was the what happens when an employee passes away on the job, a mm -hmm. true story. And uh, the Great Divide Campground, Carmen and Lisa Torella are going to be doing that session. I mean, that's, I mean, that's kind of a rough topic, but I guess an important topic too. Well, it it, it happened this past summer um to them and you know in all honesty it it really was a very difficult time for them to have an employee pass away on site while working um and and all of the um the the, the paperwork that had to be taken care of and then taking care of the, the family and the other employees and all of the campers that were there that knew this employee so um, that session is going to be really something that's going to come from the heart. It sounds like a real window into the uh, need for disaster planning on campgrounds in general. Mm -hmm. I used to do that for KOA, and it was uh, it was always a tough pull because you, you don't you don't need it until you need it, and it's something you really got to get some forethought to. So that's a great session. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, so we're, we're looking forward to hear what what they have to say. And um, yeah. like you said, you know, disaster planning. I mean, we've had those seminars years, mm -hmm. you know a few times and you know it's it, it is as you said mike it's really really important that you you know you're prepared for the unexpected you never know what's going to happen and um like this session i think will be a, a real eye-opener for folks um god forbid that it should happen on their property how do you you know as a conference organizer obviously i go to a lot of conferences you go to a lot of conferences and we hear a lot of marketing sessions okay i think every conference has some form of like a social media or marketing how do you keep those interesting 
and not and ensure that you know campground owners still want to go to those sessions i guess you know because is there a risk of like repeating the same information over and over and over again i guess no i mean i will tell you that with with our conference i make sure that yeah. our speakers we change up our speakers and we change up our topics um mm. you know chat gpt and ai is something that we are talking we we have a session on this year because obviously it is something that is out there everyone seems to be using it you need to be very careful when you're using it so we do have a um, a specialist who's coming wendy sellers is going to be talking about that you know it could be something that's beneficial to the campground um you just have to remember how to use it the context that you need to use it and making sure that the information that you're pulling is accurate so I think that's a really important session that we're doing this year. And then Mark Hope is going to be doing a session on influencers. You know, not yeah. a lot of campground owners are familiar with influencers and the impact that they have, that they could have on their <laughs> campground. So uh, that's a session we, we've not talked about influencers in the past at the Mid-Atlantic. And I just thought that this year it would be a, a good time to uh, to introduce that type of marketing um to the campground owners in case there's people that would like to use it. Do you guys, do you guys ahead, use influencers in new, for the New Jersey association or any of the marketing efforts you do for the association? Is that something you talked about? Or? We are, we are going to be using it this year. Yes, we are. Okay. All right. Yeah. So Joanne, what about the expansions on the campgrounds in the mid Atlantic? Are there a lot of parks that are undergoing expansions? Is, is it more difficult up there? You know, I hear, little horror stories once in a while about uh, New York, New Jersey, you know, Eastern Pennsylvania being really difficult to get permitting in. Well, Mike, I'm afraid new I've been in this position for 12 years. We have not had a new campground built in New Jersey in 12 years. Um, as far as expansion goes, it is very difficult. You know, we've got the, the DEP rules here in the state of New Jersey and uh, they make it extremely difficult for you to expand. I will tell you that tomorrow I've been invited to speak to a committee of our state legislature. Um, and one of the topics are going to be, you know, we, we, there's got to be something that can be done to help not just the campgrounds, but businesses in general through the permitting process in New Jersey. Um, it's really, it's really difficult. And, uh, it's, it's, it's certainly, it's time consuming. It's very expensive and it could take three, five, seven years before you can get, you know, a, a, a site done. And it just really doesn't, it doesn't make sense. There really is no reason for it. Um, you know, campgrounds in New Jersey are highly regulated. So, you know, there, there are all types of inspections. So we really do, we're, we are really going to try to work through the legislature. We have 37 new legislators that were voted in this year in New Jersey. So, we're really going to try to work with some of them to give them a better understanding of what the campground industry is in the state of New Jersey and, and maybe help us along with, with some of the over-regulation and the burdensome regulation that we have in New Jersey. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, what What does the, you know, do you see the mar the industry, you know, kind of staying on the same path it is over the next couple of years? Or, um, you know, do, do you think things are going to, go up or down, I guess. What's your opinion on how things are going at the moment, I guess? Um, you know, realistically, Ben, I think that, 
you know, we saw a really obviously upshoot during COVID and the year after. Last year leveled out a little bit more. And I think this year we're going to see a leveling, leveling of the market again. And I think probably, I think this is going to, I think what we're going to see this year is probably going to be the new norm. Um, still think that there's a lot of interest in, in the outdoors and uh, camping. And people people still seem to to want that in to want that experience, and and we've got to be able to provide the experience that these people are looking for. So campgrounds need to step up with some additional amenities, some new programs, new activities. Can't be doing the same old same old because this new group of campers that are coming in are looking for more engagement. Um, I think at their campgrounds as opposed to maybe some. In prior years, you went to the campground, you know, you had your RV, you put your, your chairs out at night, you sat around the campfire. I think, you know, folks today are looking for a little bit more um, amenities and activities uh, once they get into a campground. And I think it's important that the campground owners understand what it is that the, the, the new group of campers are looking for. Yeah, definitely. Um, at you mentioned, I think, earlier too that you guys have been seeing a lot of cabins go in. Are 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 campground owners seeing the the you know are they seeing the benefit of having more lodging options? I guess. I mean, the, the ROI on a cabin is just you know. I mean, if you've got the capital to put some glamping units in, like in New Jersey, we have covered wagons, we have teepees, we have yurts, we have safari tents. You know, so we have a, a nice mix of different types of cabins and lodging. And I think, you know, folks are willing to pay to stay into those kind of adventure experiences. You know, it's not just an RV. It's not just a regular cabin. It's something kind of new and different. And, you know, if, as I said, I think the ROI on those is, is very decent. Um, and I think the more the campground owners, you know, can invest into those times amenities definitely would be it's worth will be worth their while in the end now in new jersey let me just say this we also have seen this year we had two campgrounds closed this year um counties had some leftover covid rescue money from the federal government and they bought two of our campgrounds for open space so that is not helping us um in new jersey at all and they have no intention of, of converting or keeping them a campground or converting them back, back into campgrounds. They are really just buying them for open space for their counties. So, you know, for a small state like New Jersey that doesn't have a lot of campgrounds and no one's building campgrounds, it certainly is um, of concern. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, I guess... Uh... You know, on the expo side of your conference here, um, you mentioned you know you're going to have 30 to 40. What are what are the times for the that trade show? So how's the trade show formatted? Is it multiple days or is it just a one day trade show? It's just a one. It's just a half a day. So it's on on Monday, February the 19th. The trade show is at 12 o'clock from 12 to 1. We have a luncheon with our exhibitors. All the exhibitors are invited to attend. It's part of their package. Um, we allow them to get up, introduce themselves, let the folks know what booth number they're at. Then at one o'clock from one to five o'clock, the trade show is open. And, you know, 
we, we hear from the exhibitors every year. They like our conference because it's not so large and they do get to spend a lot of one-on-one -on -one quality time with the folks who are attending. So, um, you know, folks aren't rushed through. It's enough time for them to see everybody that they want to be seen. And um, then we all, we have that night is our auction um, and our dinner. And then, you know, we have sessions in the morning on Monday. We have sessions and then in the morning on Tuesday and then in the afternoon on Tuesday. You're free to go to the parks because we do here since we're so close to Disney and Universal. The folks like the opportunity to be able to have some downtime in the afternoon to visit the parks. And then on Wednesday, we have sessions in the morning again. Their afternoon is free. Although Lori from Wisconsin is having um, a get-together with any Wisconsin parks that are going to be in Florida on Wednesday afternoon. Okay at the conference. Yeah, I mean if you're up in Wisconsin, Florida's probably looking pretty good right now. So oh, I'm sure. uh, <laughs> but of course anybody in Nebraska's thinking the same thing, right Mike? Oh let me out. <laughs> <laughs> so and, you know, and, well, and the conference this, this year is February nineteenth, twentieth and twenty first. And um it is President's Day weekend, so Monday technically is a holiday, so, you know, we see folks are coming down, you know, bring the kids because the kids are off from school. Airfare has been relatively inexpensive um, to Florida from our markets, from the Philadelphia market, the Newark market, the Atlantic City market. So um, airfares were like $150 round trip, which is, you know, very inexpensive to come down for a long weekend. Yeah, and uh, you guys somehow got the URL campgroundconference.com. I don't know how that was available. Um, it was really was, simple this year. Uh, I mean, I um, went on, I looked, and I went, oh, look, campgroundconference.com is available. Let me buy it. And so I did. That's probably <laughs> so one of your biggest assets now. Absolutely. Yeah, so you can, uh, learn, you know, viewers can learn more at campgroundconference.com about the Mid-Atlantic Conference. And then, you know, if, if a park in New Jersey is listening to this and maybe isn't a member, how do they get in touch with you to learn more about the New Jersey Association? Well, I'm really lucky, Ben. In New Jersey, pretty much every campground in New Jersey is a member of our association. Okay. Um, and it, it has well, always good. been like that. Again, we're, we're a small association. We don't have a lot of campgrounds. Um, the two campgrounds that are not members right now um, are up for sale. And so that's why they have not. They've always been a member. They're both up for sale. They're waiting to see what happens before um, they pay their dues. So, but I, I'm, I always say I'm, I've got the best job in the world, the executive director, because all of our campgrounds are all members of our association. And, and the good thing is that our members are very much in touch with us. Um, there is a lot of communication back and forth. I see the members at the, the camping and RV shows that we do. Um, you know, we have a fall tour. We see them at the conference. I visit every single one of our members every single year, spend time with them. So, but, you know, certainly you, you can reach me at Joanne at NJ at Joanne at CampingNJ.com for the, you know, just the New Jersey Campground Association and then info at CampgroundConference.com for any information on the conference or visit the website CampgroundConference.com. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, thank you, Joanne, for coming on the show and giving us a preview of the Mid-Atlantic Conference and what you guys are doing in New Jersey. And uh sounds like it should be an exciting time. Hopefully it's sunny and uh, 
and warm for you. Hopefully. So. Hey, Mike, you know, if you want to come down and visit Orlando in February, <laughs> you're more than welcome to come get out of that cold, cold state. It's not Hawaii, but it is Florida. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to sneak out of town and not tell my wife I was going. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Mid-Atlanta Conference, February 19th through the 21st. Well, thank you so much. And thanks, everyone, for watching. And uh, we will be back again next week. Thank you for listening to WCM's Park Update, a production of Woodall's Campground Magazine. Join us for a new show each Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on Facebook, YouTube, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Facebook and LinkedIn for daily news and updates and subscribe to our news feed on our website at woodallscm.com. Show hosts are Ben Quiggle and Mike Gast. Executive producers Rick Kessler and Alex Burkett. Copyright 2022, G&G Media Group.